Hey, DC on RMD listeners, if you love our shows, please share with your friends and review. With every share and or review, you help our show climb those charts. Wherever you listen, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, remember to share those links each and every episode. Warning, DC and RMD contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Awesome. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. Hello, welcome to a DC on RMD discussion of the DC fandom that happened with a ton of announcements for the future of DC. I'm going to be your host today, Lauren, and Paul is with me. Hey. Hey. Uh, there's a ton of news. We're going to talk about some of our favorite highlights, but we'll touch on all of the big announcements that happened just so everyone's up to date if you happen to miss it or if you were as frustrated with the situation as Paul was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I w- I'll tell you what, I was frustrated. <laughs> all right. Um, but let's just go down through the schedule. First of all, the very first thing that happened in DC fandom was the Wonder Woman 1984 panel. They released a brand new trailer and it looks cool. It looks good. I think I've been on the fence about Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I knew I'd see it, but I was kind of waiting to see whether I'd be excited about it. And Kristen Wiig looks awesome. I'm excited to see her play more of a action-y and serious role. Did you get to watch that trailer? I sure didn't. And uh and that is <laughs> that is my one gripe with uh with fandom, I think as an overall experience, is there there were some things that were like big fucking news and they were everywhere and like cool, great. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that was like you know, way smaller or even that like middle tier. Like I wouldn't say a new Wonder Woman trailer is small, but I haven't, I haven't come across one. And just because of working, I haven't like actually had time to deep dive into the stuff that I missed. Oh, that's a dog. Um, That is a dog. Sorry. But um, I I am interested for the same reason. I really like Kristen Wiig. So I I would like to see anything from it, but uh it hasn't fallen in my lap yet. And I'm kind of frustrated about that because a lot of this fandom content has been like hard to find aside from like four select things. I mean, it's, it's not the worst. If you go to the schedule, um, I missed a lot of it live. So I had to like, just go to the schedule for DC fandom and then Google Mm -hmm. stuff. And some people reposted on YouTube, like live, um, like the the feed for that panel. Um, some right, people right. just posted the trailers and stuff like that. All of the companies like Warner Brothers and everything posted trailers online and stuff like that. So I did go back and watch the stuff that I missed watching live um, later on. I actually didn't watch the Wonder Woman trailer until today. Um, a couple days after it came out. But it was cool. It was good. I don't know. It's still coming to theaters. We'll see what happens with that. Um do you do you want to know anything about it? Do you have any thoughts about Wonder Woman? Yeah, I mean, Woman? go for it. Talk about it. I mean, it's just uh, 
it's Wonder Woman d- in the d- 1980s and Chitara and stuff. So Cheetah? Chitara. What am I talking about? Cheetah. Um been too much too much cartoons happening with different characters with similar names. But yeah, Cheetah, um, Kristen Wig, I think this is the first time that we've seen her in her actual Cheetah getup. Like, I don't think we've seen her as yeah, that sounds, like that sounds right. I think I've seen lady. one like concept art or like poster art or something of her, and like that's it. So I think previously we just saw her in the one of the movie posters with that weird I don't even know what kind of background that was all like pink and red and yellow and orange. Um, and it was just her in like cheetah print clothing, which you also see in the trailer, but you do get to see her as full on cheetah and it looks pretty cool. Obviously it's a lot of CG mixed with some practical makeup effects. And, uh, I don't know. It, it, it looked cool. I want to see more. We didn't get to see a whole lot of it. It was just a quick little kind of fight scene between her and wonder woman. Um, Mm -hmm. it looks good. It looks like tone wise, the movie is going to keep up the same stuff that the first Wonder Woman did where there was there was good little bits of humor here and there um, an overall hopeful kind of tone that Wonder Woman has it looks cool I'm interested I'm a little bit more excited to see it now than I was prior to this trailer so that's a success I think um, when do they when do they think they're going to release it October 2nd I mean, theaters are starting to open back up and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah October second, twenty twenty. Everything is weird. Okay, weird. Um, the next announcement was Gotham Knights. Paul, I'm going to let you just go ahead and take over. Okay, here we go. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, okay, so this is the new game by WB Montreal, the studio that did Batman: Arkham Origins. Um, and the, so initially we got a kind of a reveal trailer. It was like four minutes that kind of gave us some, some info about how it would play and the story, et cetera, et cetera. And then after that, there was some actual gameplay and, uh, you know, even later after that, there were some like Q and A's with the developers. So we, we have a good chunk of information, um, the game takes place in a like you know separate universe from any of the other Batman or Arkham games. It's its own little uh, franchise that they're building. Um, immediately, well, Batman wait. is dead. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, though. It's it's separate, okay. but it's still in the same universe, and it's piggybacking off of previous Arkham games. That is a hundred percent what they said no, in the panel. No, that's that's that was Suicide Squad. Oh, was it? Yeah. No, 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 no. They said that no, about it was. Um, Gotham Knights. Nope. Did you watch the panel? That was the, that was the Suicide Squad panel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I I'm pretty sure it's also this because I I uh... it's it's definitely not this because IGN just did a Q and A with the like the the producer. And he said it's uh, like ground up. They they built their own thing. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm just confused. Fine, I it was, really it was a read lot of news article. in one day. Some of it melded together. Um, so moving forward, Bruce Wayne is dead. Uh, so you get to play as Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and uh, 
Robin, Red Robin, whatever you want to call him. He's clearly Dick. Um, nope, clearly Tim. <laughs> um, so the Listen, game we're all confused. Is, dude, this is, we are, we are fucking professional as hell <laughs> up in this bitch. Um, so, so the game itself uh, is you can play as any of these characters whenever you want. You can switch between them or you could play the whole game as one of them. Um, the entire game is two-player co-op. Um, should you choose to do so, both players can be playing the same character. Um, or, you know, you could just play the whole game by yourself. Everyone mm-hmm. gets a motorcycle. Looks pretty sweet. Um, what else do we have? What else do we have? Um, it does look like, like it's absolutely going to play different than the Arkham games or any, you know, anything that you might immediately compare it to in your own head. Um, honestly, it looks, it looks a bit more like the more recent Assassin's Creed games, or maybe even a little bit like the Avengers game. Um, the developer said there's still a little bit of familiarity there though. You know, it's, it's not the developer straight said, if you're a fan of the third person action game, like genre, then it'll, it'll be comfortable and familiar to you. Um, there are, I believe like light and strong attacks. There are also ranged attacks that can be comboed in, um, as well as like, uh, defensive and evasive things. So, um, you know, if you, you, pretty immediately in the gameplay like when they're fighting you can you can tell that it's not quite arkham combat but it doesn't look bad so mm-hmm. um all of that looks very promising the court of owls are absolutely a part of it so i am stoked on that um what else what else there is a it's a full open world i know that uh, a lot of people are speculating that it might be like mission based and you'd like go somewhere play the mission there and then like go back to a hub but it is an open world that you have to explore um melee weapons ranged weapons and the suit itself will have various uh like customizable components to them mm-hmm. um both like for gameplay like sets or builds or whatever you want to call it um, as well as aesthetics, like the suit will be separate from those previously mentioned gear pieces. So there will, how you look and how you play will be two different things, but two very customizable things, um, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, you can really like complement each other if you choose to play like specifically co-op, like one of you go hard stealth and the other go hard ass kicker. Yeah. Um, it is not a game of service title which is somehow the like the the term or genre given to games like destiny and anthem and those games what do you that, mean somehow it's I, have, so... I personally i have no idea what the fuck that means games as a service means that it is it is going to be a game that has longevity past just a campaign um they will continue putting out it is a service. It's a game, but it's a service. They will continue putting out content. They will continue putting out things for you to purchase, to um, participate and and interact and keep going with your gameplay experience. Okay. So, like, I understand all of that. I just don't know where that term came from. But... Moving on, it's not one of those. Um, it absolutely has like a story that will unfold as you play, and they they definitely tease the potential for DLC should the game do well, or probably also if it doesn't do well because you know they're already working on it. Um, there are so so the the gameplay cycle 
is uh, the game itself will have a day and night cycle. Um, nights are spent, obviously, on the streets, patrolling, beating up some bad guys, gathering clues, evidence, and I guess um, there are multiple villain storylines that can all, like, theoretically be happening at the same time, so you'll kind of delve into those things, and then you will spend the days in the Belfry, I guess, That's, upgrading the... That is my favorite bit of news about this. Um, yeah, no problem. Um so days in the Belfry upgrading, I believe the Belfry itself, because uh, you were, you're straight up told that it's kind of outdated when you get access to it, as well as your equipment, costumes, and all of that kind of stuff. So honestly, all of that sounds really cool. My um, my favorite bit about the, the whole Belfry stuff, though, is that... Um the fact that you're you're in costume as these characters, you know, they are out fighting crime, being vigilantes as Nightwing, Batgirl, etc. And when they go back to the Belfry and they're all, you know, figuring out like, hey, I just found this this next piece of of this situation. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss whatever. Um, that is where you get to see them out of costume. And the fact that they they thought about that and they decided to put that in um, as a way for people to actually see them using facial expressions and just kind of being out of costume, hanging out, talking about what's going on and what they're going to do, interacting with each other in a more casual way. That is something that I think is really special about certain comics and stuff like that it's like seeing okay the the mask is off the cowl is off this is us interacting just as people that know each other and that are like family to each other and we're not just like out in the line of duty it gives them it gives them as characters an opportunity to interact with anybody that they're not about to kick the ass off of yeah and it it allows the players to really kind of um i don't know get more emotionally attached to them yeah. Yeah. Um I think I think that is the bulk of what we know about that so far. Um it is scheduled to release in 2021. Um I don't think we got systems yet, so I don't know if it'll be all next gen or like next gen and current gen or whatever, but I'm I'm sure they'll hit whatever's big at the time. So I think I think it's safe to assume that it'll be next gen systems, um, whether they will decide to do like a rolled back version for um, this current gen that's at the end of its life cycle remains to be seen. But I wouldn't hold my breath for that, if we're being honest. So. All right. There were some other panels that were just about comics, stuff like that. There was one about the multiverse. Cool, cool, cool. Um, There's a cute flash panel for the Ezra Miller flash movie where they didn't really get to reveal a whole lot. Um, They didn't reveal much of anything new that hadn't already been kind of talked about. Obviously it's going to touch on flashpoint and stuff like that and time travel. Um, Whether it will be specifically flashpoint, we don't know. It will involve time travel. Of course, multiple Batmans have been confirmed for it. Um, Ben Affleck, which I'm, excited to see him one more time and uh we have michael keaton that's going to be in it if you've somehow missed that news and he will be acting as kind of a a mentor kind of character to flash in the movie um the one thing that they did get to reveal that was kind of brand new 
well, completely brand new, were concept images of the Flash's new costume, which is a much more organic, um, form-fitting design than his previous kind of more bulky armored version of the costume from Justice League. Um, yeah. I think it looks really cool. The fact that they have kind of like light imbued in the costume and stuff like that. I think it, I think it looks solid. I, um, I, I think so it's concept art and I absolutely, you know, I'm game for whatever <laughs> I want to see, like, you know, something that resembles more of what it'll actually look like on screen. I'd like yeah. to see some stills of that, but it they looks, were pretty dark too. It looks very much like, uh, one of the later gen or later season gen later season CW suits with just like you know, a bit more effort put into it yeah. and a bit more form fitting. And I guess that doesn't necessarily have to be bad uh, because it's, you know, it's, it's flash. So if you can, if you can get some CG lights flickering around in or on the suit and then the rest of it is skin tight red and his face is covered, I guess it checks all the boxes. <laughs> I think, I think with flash too, it's hard to, it's hard to really find variety there without totally changing the costume itself and taking yeah. away familiarity. That and like coming <laughs> from his previous costume, which like, like you said, looked very like oddly armor. Um, mm -hmm. it, it looked like a, a costume from injustice or something. So I, th I think it'll be nice to get away from that look. We did get confirmation, too, that Batman is the one who built this and, like, made this suit for him, too. So that's a cool, neat little flash fact. Um, I think the next... I, I, there's not a lot more to talk about with that. They they didn't... The panel was cute and fun. Um, Ezra Miller was awkward and funny. Um, but there wasn't a whole lot of actual Flash movie news to talk about from that panel unfortunately so we'll move along we'll get right on to the suicide squad which is the new suicide squad movie coming from james gunn if somehow you've been living under a rock and aren't aware of that um they released a couple of things for that there was like a a roll call of the huge ensemble cast um announcing what characters and what actors would be playing them and then there was also a new behind the scenes teaser with some footage from the movie that they showed. Um, overall, I think it looks pr pretty promising. I'm I'm actually really excited for it. I think there's a lot of people in the movie that I'm excited to see. And uh, I think James Gunn is going to do a great job with it. I don't know. I think I sent you both of those videos, right? Uh, you did. The first one was actually both of them. So I don't oh. know if you watched them, but uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Um, I think the, the, the theme, I guess that they're, they're shooting for or the, the feeling is supposed to be like a seventies war movie, but also Rambo. Like with comedy. Yeah. So yeah. I like, I, you look through, like you said, there was that roll call. Um, there are, I think we have a list of 25 actors and we have 17 characters, uh, revealed so there's there's still like a solid eight ish um characters that we we don't know we don't know who these actors are playing yet um and i think the reasoning behind that is probably to avoid spoilers 
Yeah. Um, but like, so that's fun. So we have, we have all of this information and there's still, you know, almost 50% as much as we just got left to discover. Um, and I'm very confident that so many characters are going to die. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, I, I think it's going to be really cool. I really, really visually like the direction that James Gunn is taking this movie. Um, it's staying true. Even the logo for the movie, he's staying so true to comics and just the, even Harley's costume designs. It looks like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a Harley costume from comics. Like that's just what it looks like. Um, it actually Mm -hmm. looks a lot like the injustice Two Harley costume, but once again, it just kind of ties in with like new 52 Harley. So, Everything looks like it's going to be visually pleasing to both comic fans who are like, I want to see the character that I know from comics just slapped on a movie screen in front of me. I want it to be like a one for one. Um, But it's also going to be really fun and cool for people who maybe don't know a lot of these characters because there are definitely some obscure characters in there and some. Yeah, there's so many like D list and below characters like Polka Dot Man. And, and weasel yeah someone said that uh oh man i forgot one of the characters someone said that weasel and one of the other characters were um were james gunn's obligatory like dc version of rocket and groot <laughs> like he has to have those those characters but i mean i i don't know there's there's not a whole lot to to talk about content wise beyond yes it's going to be kind of like a rambo style like 70s like kind of vietnam war style movie and uh plot wise we don't have much more than that but visually it looks cool if you have a chance to watch the behind the scenes teaser um it it looks awesome and i have no reason not to trust james gunn he did a great job with d-list characters for guardians of the galaxy over at marvel so it should be a really fun time. Um, the next major thing that they covered in their panels for DC Fandom was the Snyder Cut of Justice League. I didn't actually watch the panel itself, but I did watch the trailer, as I'm sure most people did. I was underwhelmed by it. Um, I thought it was a so-so trailer. There were some cool shots in there that were like, oh, hey, yeah, Black Suit Superman was one of them. That was a big deal. But uh, I I don't know. For me, I already know that I'm, I'm excited to watch a different, potentially way better version of this movie, and I'm going to watch yeah. it. So I don't need a trailer to hype me up for stuff that I've kind of already seen even though supposedly none of it was anything that was in the original movie. And I have no idea how that works. Well, you're, you're probably, okay. So yeah. Um, supposedly, uh, this, this trailer that they released, all of it was footage that wasn't used in the original movie. Um, but you know, as, as you're saying, it probably seems familiar because there's a chance that some of this footage was used in like the original trailers for the movie before. I mean, um, I, I guess, you know, before everything got like diced up and reshot. 
But there's but there were definitely scenes like there was one with uh, Ben Affleck sitting in front of, you know, computers in his little his little cavey cave. Um, And then there was another one of Aquaman, like down on like a pier or whatever. And he takes off his shirt Mm. and I've absolutely seen that before. And I could swear it was in the movie. I, I, I definitely know both of the parts that you're talking about. And I think they were from original like the original trailer. I don't think they were in the fucking movie. I don't think I'm willing um, to watch Justice League again to find out. So we'll wait. Yeah, for no. The so we're just we're just going to say <laughs> that we're correct. Um, honestly, the just the vibes that I got from the trailer, it already felt like a little bit less. I don't know, cheesy and cheery. Um, so I'm I'm up for that. Uh, they did also reveal that the Snyder cut is going to be four hours long and broken up into four one hour parts. Same I'm mini hoping that they don't. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't, like, stagger the release or anything, and it's just like, here you go, here it is, but you can, like, pee without having to pause it. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm, I'm not opposed to this at all. I, I have zero issues with it being broken up into, like, four parts. Um, I I I think Netflix did the same kind of thing with their uh, like their special version of the hateful eight. There was like an extended cut that was, I think three or more hours. And I think it was like two or three like parts that you would watch. Yeah. I mean, I I'm all for um, doing a mini series over a movie. I will always, always, always back that horse. Um, I, I just think it gives you so much more freedom. You don't have to cut stuff out that would help things flow better or would be cool to include or anything like that just for the sake of, oh, well, we need to stick to this kind of a runtime. And it eliminates the problem of, okay, well, we're at three hours and 30 minutes. People are going to be checking their clocks by the time um, it's getting towards the end, wondering when they can you know, go pee or when they can go get a snack or when they can just get up and stretch or something. I I think it's a really smart choice. I'm really excited about it. I'm glad I'm going to be able to watch it in that format. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really looking forward to the Snyder Cut. I think... I, I hope that it's going to be what we deserved the first time around and what we were excited for <laughs> the first time around. Um, let's see the next... I don't think there's anything more to talk about for that. So, yeah, let's move on. Um, the next panels I were... Mean, Darkseid will be in it. We got a quick look at him. That was... Okay. I mean, it, it was cool, but, like, that's that's it. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's they, it. Uh, that's he all. absolutely needs... Uh, <laughs> he needs more work, and, like, they admitted that. It was just, like, an early kind of CG concept for him, but they did want to make sure to get him in the trailer. Um, so, like, if anybody had missed that news, 10 out of 10, Darkseid's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, gee, wow, weird, as he should have been. Anywho, uh, <laughs> Black Adam was the next movie to get a panel. Um, most of the panel was just a Q&A with The Rock, and honestly, I was kind of bored. Um, it was it was fine, but it was some of it was just him talking about like what team-up he'd like and this and that, and uh, cool. But the big news that came out of this, there was an official teaser for Black Adam. It wasn't actually like footage from the movie. It was kind of animated stuff. It was short and it had The Rock narrating um, 
what was basically happening, the setup of the movie. Hey, back way back when uh, here's what happened in my life and they imprisoned me for it. And now I'm out and everyone's going to pay. So that's Black Adam. <laughs> but the, the big, big news, though, was that the Justice Society of America will have a role in the Black Adam movie. And we have a lineup for who we will see from the JSA in this movie. Kind of a small membership for this, but we're getting Adam Smasher, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, and Cyclone. And they did also release some um, concept images, basically, for those characters as well. But I didn't catch too much more news about that. Yeah, it, I think I think that was the gist of it. Um, the thing that the thing that has me like excited, but also worried, is that whole like you know JSA inclusion. It really like I don't think it matters if they're in the movie for three minutes or you know an hour and a half of it. If they're in there, that's a that's a whole separate four character casting process that has to happen. So like, when the hell are they going to even start making this movie? Um, I mean, they, they already cast Adam Smasher for sure. Noah Centineo from To All the Boys I've Loved Before on Netflix. He was cast as Adam Smasher. Um, I'm not sure about other casting. I don't think that there have been any other announcements about the other characters being cast for this movie as far as the JSA characters are concerned. Whoever they cast as Dr. Fate has to have a really good shaped head. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just hope that Hawkman gets cast well and written well. And if you listen to our Legends of Tomorrow shows and you listen to the first season of them, you'll probably be pretty familiar with the fact that we did not like the Hawk people. Hawkman and Hawk Girl in uh, in Legends of Tomorrow, they they were kind of done dirty, um, but yeah, I I really hope that this Hawkman is reasonably cool and and yeah, right? done well. Uh, same for Metal. We uh, we did not love the the portrayal of Hawkman in the uh, in his introduction to DC's Rebirth line. Let's let's do them good, guys. Go. Man. But yeah, Cyclone, um, that's a character that I'm really interested to see come to life. That should be interesting. And Dr. Fate is just always cool. So, (laughs) okay. Don't mess him up and I'm good to go. Um, I I don't have any particular feelings about Adam Smasher. I really don't. I've never been huge on JSA. So... Mm-hmm. I have no, I have no opinions. <laughs> Make them cool. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, I am, I am jazzed to see Doctor Fate at like any point, um, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is just like, okay, well, we'll see what happens with them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I am not, I am, I'm not like, I don't care. Um, I'm just not like super jazzed. Yeah. Um, and, okay. And this is happening. Record, I'm I sure am, I'll watch it. I am so super jazzed about. You know, Dr. Fate being in a movie and being in the, the public eye that uh, mm. I'm game for whatever. I want to see I want to see him punch 
punch the rock right in his face and watch his hand shatter to pieces. Yeah. I guess let's move. Stop it. (laughs) Um, We'll move right along to probably my least anticipated panel of them all. uh, Aquaman. I personally did not like Aquaman at all. It was gorgeous. Um, and there were a few moments in it that I was like, yeah, okay. But the soundtrack just was really ruined it for me. And there wasn't a lot of substance to it as, as much as I okay, would well, have liked. And um, so I, this I hear the tone of your voice and I want you to know that you're going to need to put Aquaman in a backpack and you're going to need to carry this segment because I still have not seen <laughs> the original movie and I could not find anything about the Aquaman panel that happened. So I have no idea what it even was. Basically, the only thing that really happened was that the director, James Wan, teased a new direction. Um, he... he like- He's taking it a little more serious, a little bit more relevant in the world we're living in today. Um, His quote is, I think that's where it wants to go. Which, like, all right, cool. Maybe be a little less artsy about that and just say that's where you want to take it. But, uh, you know, follow your heart. (laughs) (laughs) So wasn't wasn't he, um, you don't cast a director. Picked? Chosen? What's the word? Uh, wasn't, wasn't he given the job based on his, uh, like horror accomplishments? Wasn't Aquaman 2 supposed to be like a borderline horror movie? Oh, are I they, are they don't going know about that. In like a whole different direction now? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I, I don't know about horror. Um, but absolutely is taking it in a more serious kind of place. And I'm happy about that. I think there were some good moments in Aquaman, but honestly, there were some there were some bad things that really pulled me out of the movie and just ruined the whole experience and just made me not love it. It was gorgeous though. The CG was beautiful. Um, but yeah, I I honestly I walked out of the theater and I was like, ah, that was a movie that I don't think I'll watch again. <laughs> so um i will i will give aquaman to a shot based on a new director and the general no i guess the general progress that warner brothers seems to be making with these movies and realizing that the directions that they have gone in the past and the ways that they've chosen to edit movies and stuff like that have not led them to overall success so we will we'll see but uh, that's kind of all I've got to say about Aquaman. That's kind of it. I, I don't think they really talked about a whole lot. It did do well in the theaters, so I, I assume that there is some anticipation and hype for this movie. It's just not really coming from me. Um, so sorry if I'm bringing the mood <laughs> I, I, down. I think in general, from fandom, they had they absolutely had a a, a small handful of like huge bits of news, huge announcements, what have you. And then a lot of the other content that they had was not necessarily filler, but it was it was like we as fans or an audience or whatever are aware that there's all these other little irons in the fire. And they just gave us like very brief kind of updates. They're like, hey, this is absolutely still happening. 
Um, because this is, this is a year where people need like any reason to be hyped for anything. So there were, uh, there were a lot of things that, you know, like the, the black Adam thing, like the soccer man thing, they're just, they're talking about it to, I guess, remind people that it's coming, get people, you know, excited. All right. So riding that high of Aquaman, let's move on to, uh movie i'm actually really hyped about shazam shazam is getting a sequel and they did a panel about that movie they announced the name of the sequel it is going to be called shazam fury of the gods um he i don't think we got a whole lot more info beyond that they um they did have all of the cast members um in the movie, we've got Asher Angel, Megan Good, Jack Dylan Grazer, Faith Herman, Adam Brody. Um, Sinbad popped up on the screen. I, I, I guess he's in the cast. I don't, maybe not. I don't really, I don't really know. <laughs> that, was, that was a mistake. <laughs> I really, I really don't know. I didn't catch whether he's actually in the movie or not, or if it was just a joke about like, Shazam and like Kazam and the eternal debate of what that genie movie that Sinbad was in was called. I don't know. Um, I, I'm i really not sure. But anyway, they uh, they released a movie poster, I think, as well. Let me see. Yeah. So um, it's very... It almost has a Birds of Prey feel to it because it's got like doodles and like stars and stuff like that. I don't know if that's like an actual movie poster, but that's what they held up and showed in the Shazoom okay. chat um, for the panel. But I, that. I know, <laughs> but I love it. I, I love Shazam. I thought it was a really good movie. I'm a big fan of Zachary Levi. Um, the first movie was great it was funny it was it had a lot of heart it was exactly the character of shazam it it worked and for someone who isn't necessarily a shazam fan i'm hyped for a sequel so Mm -hmm. um this this movie we we don't know we don't know who the gods are we don't know why they're upset but they're mad they're so furious and we're going to find out why, I guess. I think we, we do know that there's still going to have more of like the seven deadly sins or whatever in it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Not a lot to go off of. They did a really good yeah, job at DC a... Fandom of giving us a little bit of information um, and then nothing else. In like yeah. every panel. Aquaman, be hyped. Shazam, be hyped. Black Adam, yeah. be hyped. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll here's one later, reason guys. to be hyped. <laughs> to be fair, all of the panels were 20 minutes. So it was kind of like a get in there, fire off some stuff, let the uh, the actors, the directors, stuff like that, answer some questions from fans, talk about some cute little stuff to get people like rooting for them and excited about it and then move on. Um, again, in, in a year like this, where a lot of the, the comic conventions and situations where maybe these announcements would have been made or these panels would have been held. Um, I think, I, I think a big thing was to have these, uh, you know, fan interaction moments, be able to, you know, 
receive and answer these questions. Um, so even without a lot of information beyond like, oh, movie title or, oh, JSA is in this or, oh, Aquaman 2. <laughs> I think that a lot of the, you know, a lot of the back and forth dialogue is was was big for at least a lot of people watching. Yeah. Um. So really quick to touch on the the Sinbad thing. I wasn't mistaken. It is completely unclear whether he's going to be in the movie or not, <laughs> because like the actual conversation that happened was like, so Zachary Levi was in the little Zoom chat and then one by one, the uh, the other actors started joining and then Sinbad joined and Zachary Levi said, Sinbad, are you in Shazam too? And he said, you tell me, John Krasinski, am I? Because everybody thought I was in Shazam 1 before it even existed. Google it. (laughs) (laughs) People think I was in that one too. Shazam, Kazam, all the Kazams. I'm relegated to the false memories of the Tide generation, man. (laughs) I'm going to work right now to rectify the situation once and for all with a big, prominent role in Shazam 2. Thank you very much. I can play anything. I can play a good guy, bad guy. I can play Shazam's trainer. And great news, David, the director. I've already started working out for the movie. Check this out, man. I'm going to look so good. I'll even do nude scenes. A little booty. Not a lot. <laughs> so, no one knows. We don't know. You Was tell, it just a joke? You Is tell he me, in the John movie? Krasinski. Yeah. <laughs> he is a comedian, after all. But, uh, but my... My favorite little thing. So, um, the director of the movie, David F. Sandberg. Um, okay, so the the fake poster is what it was. It's not a real poster. It's a it's a fake poster. Um, maybe maybe this one's a real one. I don't know. He he did tweet a fake one, but he tweeted it and said, "We have a title: Shazam, Fury of the Gods. What gods? Why are they upset? Yes." <laughs> So, if this is any indication, I'm feeling pretty good about this movie with very little information to go off of. So, uh, I think we're going to be okay. We'll see what happens, whether Sinbad's in the movie. Who even knows? Um, (laughs) The next big, big thing, we've we've actually only got two big announcements left to cover. The first one... I do have a third one, so let's oh. do let's do the one that you're leading into, and then I'll do the third one, and then we'll do the last one, which is obviously the biggest. <laughs> obviously. Um, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, something that actually was not even on my radar before this announcement. Um, Suicide really? Squad, yeah. I, I, I think, like, in the back of my head... In the back of my mind, I knew that there was some sort of like Suicide Squad game happening or something, but I, I don't remember when it was announced or anything like that, or when it was kind of being talked about. And I, shut up. Was there any news about it (laughs) before that? No, no, this, this was the announcement. It was all uh, like speculation and rumors prior to. Oh, okay. 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 But like, I, I, I think I had heard something about the rumors and speculation, but like, Nothing was actually announced, so I was like, eh, okay. And I think I was kind of burnt out on the idea of Suicide Squad, so I didn't... I, I don't know. I didn't keep it at the front of my, like, radar of things to look out for. But this is the game that is taking place in the Arkham Games universe. It's coming from Rocksteady, who created the Arkham Game universe. And uh, it looks... 
actually super badass. Yeah, I honestly, I really appreciate, and I could be totally wrong because I haven't done a side-by-side comparison, but you just, you start watching the trailer. Harley's face looks like, just like straight copied from the face she had in Arkham Knight. Yeah. Um, Which like, you know, does that all checks out because they're continued shared universe thing. Um, But I like, that's cool. Um, Apparently... In uh, part of the trailer, she references like getting to kill the bat or something when she's talking to somebody because, <laughs> you know, for anybody who doesn't know how Arkham Knight ends, spoily boy. Um, but it's it's cool. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, and it just that opens up so many doors for like story with these characters, because like we've you know, we've got this Harley that we've already known for like two big games yeah um this is not the dead shot that we're familiar with so that's a story yeah um then we've got captain boomerang and king shark are the you know the other two rounding out the team um the game is supposed to be you know four player cooperative um we don't know a whole lot else yet about uh you know whether you could play it single player or actually i think i think you can do it single player but yeah, it's always going to be four no. characters no, no, no. Yeah. So, so you can play it single player and you can play any portion of the story as any character that is playable. Any one of the four characters. Um, you are not locked into playing any one chunk of the story of the game with one character. If you want to play through the whole game as Deadshot or the whole game as Harley Quinn, you can do that. Or if you want to switch it up and switch, okay, I'm going to play Harley for now. Hey, I feel like playing King Shark. Now I'm going to play King Shark. Um, you can absolutely do that. You're not locked into one character for one specific part of the game. You can play whichever one you want, whenever you want. And that to me is really cool. I really like that. Um, it was, I don't think uh, it, it would have been a deal breaker either way. Right. It was an interesting choice to have two different teams announce two different four character cooperative games on yeah. the same day. Um, so just some wires get crossed, like, uh, what you were saying earlier, and then just details like this that I completely missed about this game. Um, but I, you know, just speculatory, um, assumptions that I have, there's a great chance there'll be more DLC characters for this game. Um, they did confirm that it is, it is a shooter. I, I don't know if they confirmed like first person or third person but it will also have aspects that are very um similar or familiar to people who have played the arkham games so maybe some characters will have like specific abilities that alter you know uh, the way they're controlled for a period of time i mean you know hell king shark might just run around and punch dudes and not use a gun at all you know we'll, we'll have to see because uh this was um you know, the end of the trailer they announced it is going to be PS5, Xbox Series X, PC, and they are shooting for a 2022 release. So it is not soon. No, um, but I think- the, uh, the, the trailer looks good. It looks funny. Mm-hmm. It looks, honestly, I, I didn't know what to expect from it. So going in, I was like, oh, okay, well, this is cool. It's from Rocksteady, mm-hmm. so I'll probably have fun with it. It'll probably be really enjoyable to play and feel like a nice action game. Um, but when you get to the end of the trailer, spoiler, I guess, but not really. It's in the name. Um, I didn't know 
how the Kill the Justice League part was going to come in because if they're operating as the Suicide Squad and they're under the control of Amanda Waller, how is that going to play out? What What is the angle here? But we get to the end of the trailer and you see Superman and they're like, oh, Superman saved that guy. And then Superman laser beams that dude with his eyes. And that dude's dead now. And uh, they yeah, realize he literally that, flutters away into ashes. Yeah. And they they realize, oh, that's the alpha target. That's who we're supposed to kill. Oh, shit. So I, I'm you know, like you said, it's in the name, but having it be in the name, the first like 30 to 45 seconds of the trailer is just a panning shot of Brainiac's <laughs> ship. So I immediately knew, OK, Brainiac has taken over the league. Um, and that is why you, as the Suicide Squad, need to take them out. I didn't catch that because I was so focused on Harley's little um, fake out on, on comms with Amanda Waller. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah, yeah, oh, we're taking fire. We're taking fire. <laughs> I love the concept of them just being the shittiest employees. Yes. Like, they're they're out in the field, but they're literally all just hanging out on a roof, like, drinking and, like, talking shit. And to think that Amanda Waller would have bombs implanted in their necks and no, like, body cams or anything to keep an eye on what they're really doing. I, uh, Um, I I don't know. I'm really excited for this. I'm really excited for the story because we know Rocksteady can deliver a solid DC Comics game story. We've played those games. We know that the story can be kick ass. We know the voice acting is going to be top notch, if not just from this trailer itself, but also from, once again, the Arkham games. I mean, it was it was so good. It was solid. I'm if they deliver like half of what they did with those games, I'm going to like it and I'm going to be excited about it. But it seems like it's only going to be like. Onward and upward with the quality of this game. Um, I'm really excited to learn more. And I didn't think Definitely. that I would be this hyped about it. Um, I think, I think it's safe to move on. Yeah, it is. Um, Go here, on. What is, the, what is the big uh, thing you want they to talk did, about? They did announce next year's animated movies. Um, oh. so in early 2021, just a, no real date, just before spring, <laughs> um, we have Batman soul of the dragon, which is going to be a Bruce Tim produced. I think it's one of those things where DC was like, Hey, Bruce Tim, are you thinking about uh, doing anything for any other company? All right, here's the keys. Do whatever you want and stay with us. Um, so it's, I guess like a seventies, like Kung Fu style Batman animated movie. Like that, that's all we have so far, but uh, that sounds fun. I mean, um, remember gods and monsters. Yeah. I mean, that was great. Well, and, and that was like a one shot, like Paul Dini and yeah. Bruce Tim were just like, all right, we're going to do this thing. Yeah. And it was cool. It was great. So, um, so wait, I am, I'm on board. I'm, I'm up <laughs> for that. Uh, the spring 2021 release is Justice Society World War II. Um, oh, shit. Literally no other details other than the name um, and release date. Uh, but then following that, in summer 2021, we're going to get Batman, The Long Halloween Part 1. Oh, boy. And in Don't fall 2021, we're going to get Batman, The Long Halloween Part 2. I, like, my initial instinct is, ooh, excitement. And then I think about Hush. 
and right, which I'm was no longer a, a excited. Travesty. I'm just scared. But I am like think back to the Dark Knight Returns uh, yeah. because that was also another two parter. Um, I think they're going to put in the right amount of you know effort and things. Um, I don't think it was a lack of effort for Hush. I think it was them wanting to tie it into their already existing animated universe, so they made which, bad okay, choices. Yeah. Which, you know, ended. And uh, for the time being, we don't have the threat of that happening. So um, I'm I'm still, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about this. Because uh, that could be so cool. Yeah. My, my biggest concern right now is just going to be the, the animation that they, like art style they choose to go with. Because one of my big mm, yeah. issues with Long Halloween was I never really liked how Batman looked, but I liked how pretty much everybody else looked. So... Let's fix that. Okay. Okay. But uh, I think uh, that was that was it. I just wanted to sprinkle those little guys in there. I think well, we I can think jump there's... to the last topic now. Uh, I'm actually going to sprinkle in one last thing. Okay. Since, more sprinkles. Uh, yeah, you more sprinkles. Sprinkles for everyone. Uh, unlimited toppings here at DC on RMD. So. As long as they you only also... want sprinkles. <laughs> they, all... <laughs> they also did talk a little bit about... Um, the future of some DC Comics stuff. Um, they did announce that Static Shock would be getting a comic that is upcoming. Um, I didn't catch a lot of the details about it, but Static Shock is is coming back to, into the fold in comics. Um, and there was talk of there being a Static Shock movie in talks at Warner Brother. I don't know that there was anything else other than that. I think that's just like a, yeah, we're talking about it. Like, yeah. it, it, it could never that's happen. That's all like grain of salt stuff. Not that uh, not that it's a rumor, just that it's not like in the works. It's not a for sure thing. It's not just, greenlit. There isn't a script. It's they're discussing the idea of it. So, hey, that people maybe with money could happen. are talking to people with ideas and like maybe it'll happen. Yep. But it's worth mentioning. People like Static yeah. Shock and for good reason. So, all right, let's get into it. Let's get into the big, bad, big, big monster of an announcement. When I say big, bad, I mean like awesome, bad, not like bad because everything was perfect and wonderful. Um, obviously, I'm sure everyone listening has heard the big news of announcements for the Batman. Um, they released a trailer a teaser trailer finally for the batman and even though they've only shot 25 to 30 percent of the movie so they i mean they only had a small chunk of footage to go off of to make this teaser trailer and they still made it awesome yeah it's it's fucking bonkers that they had so little to work with and were able to you know put this like compelling piece together yeah yeah um um there was there so there was a big panel for this. I say big, but it was just really focused on the actual movie and the content of it. There wasn't a lot of like, um, so was, how did you like working with Rob Pattinson in the movie? Do you think he's a cool guy? Like there wasn't any of that kind of stuff. They did take fan questions, yeah, was, but was the up? panel just the interview with Matt Reeves or was yeah. that something different? Yeah, that was the panel. Okay, it was cool. Aisha yeah, Tyler. So I saw that. Yeah. Um, interviewing Matt Reeves and everything he said when asked questions about the movie was music to my ears. Um, 
someone someone brought up uh, the fact that Gotham itself as a city is arguably as much a character in Batman as the characters themselves. It's just as important and it needs to be done well and given life. Um, and he <laughs> he said that he wanted it to be unrecognizable, but also feel real. He wanted it to feel like a city he, that you've never been to before. You, he wanted you to see it and be like, oh, that's Gotham, not see it and be like, oh, that's Chicago or, oh, that's New yep. York or, or you obviously, know, oh, yeah. like you may have done with any other movie so far. So they're doing a cool juxtaposition of shooting live in a city, um, which will be Liverpool, but he yeah, kind of didn't yeah, mean Liv- to spoil that, I guess. <laughs> And I don't think it's super important. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, it's shooting I've never Liverpool been to Liverpool with <laughs> with a whole bunch of uh, like CG overlay for like other parts of the city. Yeah, um, and so that for was like also, a big a big Times Square kind of situation with yeah. lots of screens and lights and stuff like that. But he obviously wanted to steer away from shooting it in Times Square because people would go, "Oh, that's Times Square. That means Gotham's New York." Right. Um, I think it's we're. I mean, we'll also have to see how things look moving forward because they I believe it goes back into production like they start filming again early September um, but it's all going to be sets it's going to be closed sets they're not filming on location anymore so they're going to have to build sets for like the city and sets that look like the parts of cities they've already filmed in Um, so that'll that'll be a whole nightmare for them but uh, I have faith yeah yeah, I, I mean, everything, I, I honestly, I don't think us just talking about the interview with Matt Reeves will really cover everything that that's worth listening to him talk about. Um, if you're able to go on YouTube and you're able to find um, like a, a a taping of that, basically someone posting that video, um, please do, if you're interested, watch it. It's it's worth it. It's interesting. He cited so many different cool things as inspiration for this movie um, from, you know, Darwin Cook comics yeah. to noir detective movies. And he really harped on um, how while the other Batman movies that we've gotten have been great and cool in their own regard and they've been successful and and well-made movies um they didn't really focus so much on batman being the world's greatest detective and Mm -hmm. he wants to focus more on that he wants to see more of that and that tied in with the fact that this isn't an origin story this isn't like "Ah, i'm putting on the cowl for the first time i'm coming to terms with you know my own self and what can or should i be doing um to help better gotham in my own opinion um, you know, he's a year and a half into being Batman here. So he's still fresh and he still is learning that he's screwing up and he's making mistakes, but he's kind of just dealing with his own self Matt, and humanity in that way. Matt wanted to focus on, um, you know, it's, it's like you just said, it's not how he became Batman because we all know that it's how he is Batman. Yeah. And uh, just like that line has me stoked. There's yeah. a there's a whole part toward the end of the interview where he talks about past actors, directors and like even just creatives from comics. 
uh, their various versions of Batman and like what he admired and what he was able to take from it. And like, like low key, he, he fired some shots, but like, I'm okay with all of that. It gives me so much faith in like the product that he's building. Yeah, I, I agree. I think everything that he was focusing on as far as what this movie is going to be, what it's going to focus on, what kind of tone he's going to take, how he's going to kind of dissect the uh, the ego of Bruce Wayne versus Batman and, and all of that introspection and all of the choices that he makes and why he makes them and, and the ways that he fails and what he does with that and everything like that. That is the stuff that I love in good batman comics is seeing that difference between batman and bruce wayne because he's while he's still the kind of the same stubborn guy no matter what he's so different when he takes off the cowl and becomes a little bit more vulnerable and you really see the motivations behind why he is so bullheaded and why he just makes decisions and just doesn't really talk to anyone about it. He's just like, nope, this is how it's going to be. This is what it is. Um, and how those things can backfire. Right. Um, it, just takeaways from the trailer uh, real quick. I, it's, I mean, obviously it looks grounded as fuck, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like saying that will immediately have people comparing it to like the Nolan trilogy. And I, I like that was also very grounded. I don't think they look or feel similar in any way. No, no, I don't either. And I think, um, I think the action and the like, physical crime fighting aspect of oh, it Jesus is going fuck. to be cooler the, the in this choreography movie. <laughs> is fucking bonkers i was like did i just switch to like a cut scene from arkham knight or something <laughs> uh, yeah he just he absolutely destroys a man um, the honestly the the scene with him and uh, catwoman when she is breaking into something oh yeah uh, a safe obviously apparently that had really good choreography too i need to go back and rewatch it because i've seen the trailer four times and never focused on the fighting that was happening there i was mm. always looking at her costume which they have also confirmed is not her costume that's her like you know just starting out she won't yeah. actually uh they haven't filmed anything yet with her wearing the actual Catwoman costume. So that's something else to be revealed to us in the future. Yeah, because they still have like three quarters of the movie to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, Colin Farrell is Penguin. Completely unrecognizable, un but he unrecognizable. looks good as hell. Yeah. Um, we've got Carmine Falcone in the movie. We've obviously mm -hmm. got the Riddler who... Is giving me some weird, like, year zero gone rogue vibes. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, or zero, he, zero year, zero year, zero year, yeah. Yeah, he reminds me of the like the the Arkham game version of the Riddler, but obviously yeah. much more hands on because the Riddler yeah. in that series is always you know having other people do his work and he's hiding behind you know computers and screens and stuff. Yeah, if. If you took that guy and he got his hands dirty, like, I feel like this is where we'd end up. And I'm I'm jazzed about it. It looks great. I was speaking just, uh, just like visually, like, I don't know. And, and part of me is thinking of the Batman 
costume from Zero Year and then kind mm-hmm. of implanting that onto Riddler and then making Riddler go like way more hands on. It works in my head. I don't know. It's just what I thought of. It's mostly the goggles. Let's be real. But um, it's it's rare for me to not be upset about initially anyway it's it's weird for me to not have an a gut instinct immediately off the bat um of being upset about them changing the appearance of a character because i worry most of the time that they're going to take a really weird departure and do something bizarre with it like bane um well okay so but but i trust i trust matt reeves like after watching that interview i'm like cool man you know best (laughs) it's in your hands and it and it looks cool so my reaction was positive to it it took me uh about maybe like a third of the way through the trailer to realize that was the riddler because that that first scene doesn't immediately say oh yeah this is the riddler I know, I know a couple people that didn't realize until the very end when it said uh, releasing 2021 and the twos and was, were question marks. Yeah. They didn't realize until that point that it was the Riddler. And it's like, did did the riddles not give it away? <laughs> but um, this is so this is supposed to be the first appearance of the Riddler. And we're going to see like Selena Kyle become Catwoman and we're going to see Oswald Cobblepot become Penguin. So yeah. the the looks and like mentalities of these characters could and likely will like change and evolve throughout this movie. So, you know, this might not be what Riddler looks like for long. You know, I, I'm not hoping for green spandex with black question marks all over it, but he may take off the duct tape mask at some point. Yeah. I think there's, there's one other thing that I want to touch on about where this movie is going plot wise and stuff like that. Um, Matt Reeves talked about the the corruption in Gotham and how it's so like deep rooted and stuff like that. And um, based off of the end of the trailer and the Riddler telling Bruce that he's a part of this too, um, I, I think there's really going to be some focus on Bruce Wayne coming to terms with his own family's involvement in, you know, the the elite of Gotham being so corrupt and this and that. Because even though, you know, his parents were arguably pretty good people, um, the Wayne family extends beyond just mom and dad. You know, um, yeah. there's the Waynes and the Canes and all the other elite families in Gotham. And, and Gotham is one of those cities that has a huge wealth gap um and there's a lot of people really struggling in the city and uh, someone that i was listening to brought up um a a valid question and was wondering if there would maybe be some port of owls something in the movie or at least hints toward or moving in a direction toward or, or something like that, some sort of involvement from them. And while I don't know for sure that that's going to be a thing, I don't feel confident enough to say like, yeah, the court of owls are definitely going to be in this movie. Like just wait, just watch. Um, but wouldn't it be cool if. I, that's, that's a whole separate can of worms. Um, I, one, yes, I'd love it. And I think it perfectly fits <laughs> in with, 
the detective stuff that Matt Reeves is trying to push in this franchise so uh-huh. great. Um, I saw a, po- a post about uh, the, the card Riddler left had an owl on it, so Court of Owls confirmed. Like, no, shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Um, they're they're a whole separate movie. You know, they'd, they'd be a sequel or oh, something. Oh, no, that's, I don't that, that's why I'm saying, like, an introduction to them, but not... Because obviously the Riddler is going to be the big, big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but hints toward mentions of set up for future stuff would be cool. And I would be into yeah, that. Absolutely. And, yeah. and briefly touching on the, you know, the, the years of corruption that you were talking about, they did also confirm that the series that they are working on or will start to be working oh, on the, the Gotham or yeah, for HBO max, the tie-in series is going to be set during uh, the first year of Batman being batman so we like he'll be around we probably won't see him a lot there'll be like references and rumors about him but it is yeah it's going to focus like entirely on the gcpd and uh their like relationship with him as well as crime and uh all of that so i'm, I'm pretty jazzed about that i think that has a lot totally, of potential to not be gotham yeah and it's totally um tied in right yeah yep Into that, I'm into that. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure. Um, man, there's a lot of really, really cool news. Um, I think obviously the the big, big thing was the Batman. Um, it's been really cool to see all of the positive reactions that I have seen. Um, I know Mike said that there was some negative trolley stuff that was going on, people complaining, but like. I don't know. Screw those guys because everything looks great. Um, yeah. The I, I briefly, <laughs> I, I have to say that I saw a lot of people harping on like when he pulls off the cowl and he's got the uh, like the grease paint around his eyes. No, that's like, awesome. Abs- absolutely. Fuck you. I am furious that this is the first time we've ever seen that. Every superhero in any live action, anything that wears a mask has that paint on there. Every time they take that mask off, that paint is still there. And every time on TV, on the screen, they take the mask off and there's no paint there. It's like, do you think we're stupid? Is this a fucking game to you? We know it's, we know it's there. Game. Why is it? Yep. Like, go, like going all the way back to it was either Batman 89 or Batman Returns. Well, Returns because Catwoman like pulls the mask off him and there's a yep. quick little little scene switcheroo where you can tell he's wearing the mask without the paint and it looks dumb as hell. But he immediately pulls it off and like we we know what's there. That's how masks work. Like We why? know what's happening. We're not stupid. Don't treat us that way. And And the fact that they are finally, you know, it's dumb. It's a little thing. But, you know, they are showing it. I love it. Anyone giving that scene or that that process shit, like, absolutely, fuck you. I don't even care if it's a joke. Fuck you, <laughs> die. All right. Um, I, I think we got to wrap things up. We covered a lot oh, yeah. today. But I, for me, I think it's safe to say there was so much to be excited about. Um, but the Batman was my number one. I'm so excited. And there is another fandom happening. Um, Paul, what, what was your, really quick, what was your favorite thing? be announced i mean about i guess it's hard i know like obviously the batman was huge uh but like taking that away um i've been waiting <laughs> on what i asked the, <laughs> i've been waiting on the game announcements from <laughs> wb games and rocksteady forever they confirmed like a month ago that they were both going to happen at fandom so i am 
personally very pleased that they both look like games that I'll be playing. Yeah, same. I mean, those were my top three, of course. Um, All right. Well, there will be one more fandom that will be, well, a couple more, I think, but definitely one more happening around September 10th, 11th, 12th, something like that. So maybe we'll talk about that stuff, too. We'll have to see what's going on then. But for now, thanks for listening. Take it easy. Who are you, bitches? Mother of God! Would you look at the time when you came here? You had an hour! 